Hello and welcome to Number Nine Thought with me, Don, and my guest, Frank Fuchs. Uh, Sean. Oh, how are you? Right, mate, guess two seconds. Someone's just come to the door and waste time and gets two minutes. <laughs> well, that went well, didn't it? Well, did <laughs> come to you with Stephen while we're waiting for Sean. Yeah, yeah. We're talking oh, about how's your nerves? No, oh, you haven't got the got to that point yet. <laughs> as soon as it gets nearer and nearer, we will make ourselves known. I know it will. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. It's gonna be. We've got to get someone out the game. I, I reckon we've got to get someone out of it. Yeah, yeah. We we need at least a draw out of it. I think. Um... Yeah. Well, you know, they have been hit by COVID recently, uh, today, so I don't know how that's going to play out on their tactics, or, or I know that a few of their um, backroom staff have got it, so they've got, um, I think it's Nicky Butt filling in. No, oh, is it? I didn't, didn't know that. There was a prominent manual with their COVID line. Yeah, yeah, they've got uh, Nicky Butt on, on the bench. Not to play, but to help. <laughs> <laughs> With everything else, yeah, that's a fun, a fun time for us. Um, yeah, coming to you there, Sean. You know, how's your nerves? How do you think the game's going to play out? Um, I'm not expecting anything from it, so anything's a bonus. I've tried to stop expecting anything. I used to convince myself, like, oh, we've, we've got a good team, we can get points. Yeah, I just stopped doing that now because we just set up for disappointment when we'll come out and play five at the back and see like 20% possession, so I don't even bother anymore. Anything's a bonus. That's what they've done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't say more, can you? Uh, Stephen, what, what, what do you think how the game will play out? And, you know, are you, are you expecting anything from this? Well, I, say, I hope, hope we get something. I mean, I'm a bit like uh, Sean, uh, stop, stop getting excited, excited for matches anymore, knowing what the formation will be, how you're going to play, how's it going to play out, five at the back, like you're saying. It just, because it doesn't like to grab you to to watch it. I mean, I'm gonna watch it. It's just out of my out of hope and expectation, you know. So <laughs> I can I cannot not watch my team. I I love my team. Is we both do. But if it starts getting a silly scoreline, then I'll just turn it off and forget about it. So that's where that's where it's gonna go with me. Sorry, sorry, man. This laptop is like loud, proper loud, and I can't turn the bloody sound down. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'll sort it out for next stream. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you look at the players available to us at the moment. Uh, we've got uh, Wilson out for a stretch. We've also got Mankio out for a stretch. Um, but what would be your expectations? What would be your your formations on? On today's game, who would you put up front at the moment, Sean? Um, strikers. I'd give Gale a go. I'd play Gale up front if he's fit. Um, I think Gale's probably the closest we've got to a natural goal scorer. Um, Carol's good in the age, just he's not the same player. Um, we had like those seasons ago. Um, and I don't even think you can call Joel in a striker to be honest. No, yeah, 
Yeah, so I'll probably go with Gale, mate. I'll probably play um, I'll play four at the back. Um, two centre mids, two wingers, two strikers. Stay in the mass. Yeah, that's 11. <laughs> <laughs> so so would, would you play Miggy in with all that or would you play St Max and possibly Fraser? I mean, Fraser gets swapped between the two, between St Max and Fraser himself. So... Why doesn't he play both? This all seems very strange to me. Why can't he play both? Yeah, I don't know. He's, he always seems to play players that don't belong on the wing, even though he's got winger options there. That's one thing I've never got about. Like he tends to play. He sometimes plays Hendrik on the right, and I don't understand why. Hendrik's not even a good centre mid, and I mean winger, so <laughs> I don't even know why he bothers. You, like and Maxi can work on either side, so you could play Fraser one side, um, Maxi on the other, um, and Almond just sitting just behind just your central striker, which would probably be Gale today, if not Carroll. Yeah, you, you would have thought so, but you know he's he's got a wealth of, of players there. He just doesn't seem to be playing the right people in the right slots. You know, it's it's no. sticking square square pegs into round holes at the moment, isn't it? Uh, and Stephen, even for square you, pegs. Yeah, for, for you there, Stephen. On, on on to you know your your front three. Would would you agree there with Sean? Yeah, I would. I would agree with Sean. Like, I mean, yeah, the Gale or Carroll will be up front. I reckon just to try and upset the the manual back line. If it's going to be Maguire and Lindelof, you want somebody like Carroll to really like bully them. Is you wouldn't get that with Gale. Gale's just like short, isn't he? He's not. He doesn't. He, he can't make his presence known towards the back line, where Carroll would. So if Carroll was to play, I think it, it, it'd be he'd be better as like a striker option. Just like you get free kicks, corners, or anything like that. He can bully them to defend because of that. Maguire, I don't think he's lived up to his 18 million price tag at all. And Lindelof, very sketchy as well. Because I was on a. So, uh, Kev's channel, the Big Tone chat, and I was talking with a Man U fan. He said he doesn't really trust Lindelof and Maguire at the back. He said it's the worst pair, and he says. So I would go with before we put Carroll up there myself, just just for the strength factor. And I wouldn't go with Gale just for the. You know, Gale's a goal scorer, but on the other hand, Carroll's more like can like bully the defenders to try and get get knocked down and stuff like that. It's all a bit of a match. Uh, for for, for, for Manuel, I mean, you talk about Harry Maguire, an 80 million pound defender. But how? I don't get it. 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 I don't think he's even worth oh, about 30, 35 at best. I don't. I think Leicester stuck to their price tag, what they're wanting for him, 80 million. And he, fair play to them, they got that. And they view that money well to strengthen Nest. Um, they're still going for the title. The players they've got, the force to be reckoned with Leicester. I think they better for it sell them Harry Maguire because they've got a, a good back line themselves. 
I think Harry Maguire is going to be me because he like um, I think Man U find themselves in a position now where they know they've paid eighty million for him, so they have to play him. No, yeah. no matter like how bad he plays, like he he's been through like a quite a lengthy patch now where he's been he's been terrible. But man, you continue to play him, and I, I don't know if that's a case of like the same reason Newcastle played Joe Linton, <laughs> trying to get trying to get some good results or a good bit of form out of him so they can get rid of him or get some of the money back. That's like literally the only reason because if they don't play him, he's just he's going to be worth nothing in and then they've literally just throw eighty million away. Yeah. You got to try and recuperate from that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, looking at our forward line there, I, I still think, yeah, I, I agree with Sean. You know, we need a bit of that, um, a bit of a goal scoring. You know, someone who knows where to be and and how to be as a striker in Gale. But I think, you know, I also agree with Stephen there. We, we need that bit of physicality up front as well, which unfortunately, Joe Linton, Joe Linton just does not give us either. Totally honest, with you. he doesn't get into good positions at all, and also he doesn't know where the net is either. So, what can we do? Um, but with 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 Carroll, I think he does know. He is a good striker. There's still a good striker in there, and but his mobility, obviously, it's it's never been um, his his strong point with pace or um, going forward. But what he is is a physical lad who's going to you know muscle in with. The, the defenders and then also you know he knows where the goal is we all know that he knows where the goal is but it's it's having the right people around him to, to make sure he gets on the end of these things as also um looking at the the, the goalkeeper who, who do you think will play today i mean you've, you've got darlow at the minute as number one um who's really has not done much wrong uh, and I think he's he's done very well which we would never have thought when when we brought him in when Dubs got injured we would never have thought that he would have done this well and there's a lot of people now saying maybe we should bring in Dubravka and, and I agree because I think Darlow's done excellent and I think he does need that slight break as well I, I think he has played quite a a season and you do need to keep players fresh and what would be your thoughts Sean there? Uh, yeah I think I'll, I'll always defend Dolo I think he's done like massive things for the club and he's really helped us out and I think I think he should be rewarded as such I think he should be he should be kept as number one but I, I think you're right I think I think he does need a break and, I, and, I, and I'll continue to say that Dubravka needs to earn that place back to be number one but obviously he needs the game time to be able to do that to be able to prove himself Um so this is probably as good as game as any to do it. Game where like the expectation is low, and he's gonna he's gonna fear shots to give him a chance to prove himself and like earn that place back. But for me, Dollar's number one. But I get your point of that. He probably needs a rest, and we need to give Debravka that chance to to come back in a number one. Yeah, of course. I mean, if you think about it, who who, who was Debravka's uh, debut against and you know he was a revelation when he came into that game and, and what what a uh, keeper he is I mean he was a steal really at four million quid um, yeah. you know over to you there Steve you know what would be your thoughts on the two I mean like you say I would agree with, with uh, what Sean was saying I know Dalo has performed really well since he's uh, replaced the Brav Green goal but I just think Recently, he's uh, been a little shaky when 
you're trying to come for balls and he's flapping and he's trying to he's punching balls where he could possibly claim and his distribution just isn't it's never been good. Try to for a goal kick he either goes out for a a throw into the opposition or it it doesn't reach his intended target. whereas the Bravka, you're saying on his debut against Man United Crosses come in, he just comes and claims them. Takes it takes the pressure off the defence straight away. But when you have Darlow in and he punch and you still the defence is still under that, that pressure, but when you catch catch it, a ball across like that, it takes the pressure off you and then you can breathe again. So I would bring Dubravka back in tonight because you know, he's our number one, he, he always will be. I don't think he's experienced since he's been at the club, he's always been the top dog. And since he was out injured, Darlow's like I said, Darlow's done magnificently. And but I think he, I think he deserves a, a rest now. He's played played all season up to now, twenty four games, and he so I'll bring Dubravka back one hundred percent tonight. Yeah, I think that's been a lot of people's shout at the moment. I don't think people have lost you know confidence in Darlow, but. I think you know, like we've we've all said, just said there, uh, he he does need um, a bit of a rest. I think Darlow, he, he's looked quite tired in the last few games, and I think it's time to bring in Dubs in, you know, just to give him some game time as well, because obviously we don't want to be losing um, his his value as well, leaving him out of the squad. So you know, if 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 we still have Ashley next year, I think Dubs will be gone. Uh, he, he he will sell him. But only at a good price. But the longer he's out of the squad, his his value is just going to go down and down and down. You never know. Like um, Bruce plays everyone else out of position. He might put Joel in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably do better as a goalkeeper, honestly. Give the ball out of that anyway. He keeps clean sheets himself, so you know. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? Uh, on, on, on to defence. We've got Mankiw out, who's been the, the, the fan, well, the fan preference uh, to play it right back. But we, we've been playing um, Emil Kraft there since we've uh, sold um, the Edlin, Andrew De Edlin, and he, he doesn't look the right. He doesn't look the right back at all. I mean, if you look at no. Chelsea, he was targeted from from the first minute. He was targeted because it was all sprayed out towards that side, and. Obviously, he's seen as our weak link, but you know, we, we've got no choice really. I mean, you've, you've got Mankiw out, I mean, we've got other players that could fill in. Uh, I think, um, Hayden has also played it right back, but Hayden, Murphy, Jacob Murphy, so yeah, Jacob Murphy, yeah, of course. So, on, on to you there, Sean. It who would be your, your defense for tonight? Um, I'm trying if I'm trying to work out who's actually available. Um, I would probably play Jacob Murphy right back. He went through that spell where we needed a right back and he filled that role. He made that role his own. He was brilliant. Um, and it obviously keep, it gives him the gameplay he needs as well because I think he's a, he's, a, he's a cracking young player. But I just don't think there's, at the minute, there's room for him up front. Um, and it's a good opportunity for him. Um, alongside him, I would definitely play... Um, I would definitely play Clark. I've just got a soft spot for Clark. I love Clark. I think he's just an old-fashioned defender. He just 
he goes in fair, but he goes in quite hard as well. Um, and I'm not too sure how so I'll play, to be fair. Um, Left-back. I, I, would, I would still play Lewis um, if he's available. He's The thing about Lewis, though, he's, he makes a hell of a lot of mistakes, but he's just young. And I think we need I think we need to bring someone in um, when we can, like just to take just to take control of that left back position and just bring Lewis on a bit because Lewis hasn't got anyone like Willems. Willems is a massive one. I just want to bring Lim, L- Willems back and just like <laughs> him like bring um, Lewis on because I think Lewis can be a really good defender. He's just with, the, with Newcastle don't suit the player that he like he prefers. So when he's at Norwich, they played really attacking football. Newcastle don't. So twenty two percent possession. It's not. It's not the play. Um, like the kind of tactics for him to suit him, and I think it really shows. And he makes a, a whole lot of errors. Like, and it just he, he's another player that just gets up goals. Um, who else we got available in centre back at the minute? The cells. You got the cells at the moment. I think he took a knock in the last game, didn't he? A slight knock, but I think he might be okay. I think we've got Fernandez teetering back um, at the moment. Uh, you got um, I think as well. Fernandez, if he's available, I would probably put alongside Clark. Um, it's a shame as well because I think Lascelles had a lot of potential, but I just don't think he's lived up to it. Yeah, I think you've also got Dummett in there as well, who can who can play at left back and at uh, centre defence. Um, but I, th- I think he's still nursing a slight uh, a slight knock at the moment. But I think. You know, he has played a few minutes uh, in the last few games. But, you know, you, you want fit plays. You, you don't want slight, you know, slight crocs because, he, you know, you're going to get more yeah. uh, injuries because of that. Uh, aren't you there, Stephen? Yeah, I mean, for the defence, I would like to say, uh, I don't, I wouldn't trust Kraft because, you know, you'll get targeted again with uh, Rashford. You know what Rashford's like. You know, Tuck and Flame and United have. I think you get targeted again. I would like for me. I would put like say like Sean says at uh, Murphy at right back. You know, he played like that against Wolves and he was absolutely magnificent. He played brilliantly. I mean, for centre back, obviously Kevin Clark. I'm a big fan of Clark as well. I don't think Fernandez will be. It'll be back tonight. I think he's more like fit for Wolves uh, next week. So just a bit as an ad basis, I would probably stick Lascelles in to be honest. And uh, for for left back, I would keep Lewis because he's saying, you know he's young. I know he's probably made a lot of mistakes. What he's saying because he's he's only his second season in the Premier League with a Premier League team. He's He's still developing. I, I like the lad. I love the lad. He's. I'll give him as enough time as he wants because I'll not. I'll not lose faith with him. I'm the same with Almiron. I lo- love Mickey. Just love his work rate, and then I get people saying, "Well, he doesn't have an end product and all this kind of stuff as well." So I just love his work rate, even though he doesn't score goals. Said work rate means more to me than goals. If he scores the occasional goal, that's all right, but. Say back to the left back. I would, I would leave Lewis there. To be honest, you're on mute, mate. You're on mute. 
<laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Well, as sorry. I was just saying that. Just saying there, good shouts by all. Um, unfortunately, we're now have to come to midfield, which which has always been a problem. We can't seem to get the right mixtures in that midfield place. Um, to you, Sean, there, to what would be the, the ideal on, on the midfield? Uh, it baffles me most of the times, our midfield pairings, but, you know, have a go at it. You won't have a go there, Sean. Um, from recent performance, I don't think you can look past Willock. From I've just brought him from Arsenal, he's looked brilliant since we've brought him in. Um, not just defensively but offensively, and I would probably play Hayden alongside him. I'll probably play them two in the centre, and then obviously on the wings, I'd play. Uh, I'd definitely play Maxi on one of them. Um, on the other one, I would either play Almiron. Or Fraser, and that obviously depend on what who went on the other wing. That would define who I would play up front. Because if I went up front from midfield, if I played Almiron on the wing, I would play Carroll in just behind um, Gale. But obviously, if if I play Fraser on the wing, if I go Fraser on the wing, I'll probably play Almiron just behind Gale. You're on mute again, mate. I'm mute again. <laughs> um, I think now I need to give up, really, to be honest with you. What <laughs> you there, Stephen? What would be your midfield pairings? Um, I mean, I, I probably agree with Sean. I mean, like you say, Joe Willock. Like you said, he, he's performed really well since he's come in. He had, he had two decent games. I mean, one against Southampton, where he scored on his debut against... Chelsea, where he, he did, he, he played okay. So I would have, obviously, Hayden and Willock. I would have Almiron in a number 10 role, his favourite role. Uh, I would have Fraser and I would have Maxi. And uh, I, would, I would stick Carroll up front, to be honest. That would be, that's what I'd choose. Great shouts, great shouts. Um, on, on to Bruce. Bruce has been a bit of a strange one because is he leading the team or is it is it Jones? We, we don't know. <laughs> All Bruce seems to be doing is just sticking his hands in his pockets and playing, playing with his tongue at the moment. That's all I <laughs> he, he looks like someone from Slytherin, you know, from Harry Potter. He keeps going, nah, 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 you know. It, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... What, what what is going on at the club? I mean, at the moment, it's I don't even think the players know what's going on. We had, you know, players come out against Chelsea, and it was only half the team come out. And what what what's going on around all this? I think it's it is hurting the team at the moment, and what's being played out either in the background or what's you know going on you know within the club as well. It, it's all a bit of a mess, sure. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely dreadful. I think I think it personally. We've, we obviously we had this discussion on Twitter recently around whose door this lies at, um, and obviously Bruce Bruce is having an absolute stinker. I think that's obviously clear to say. And we're sleepwalking in a relegation 
battle here. Well, we were in a relegation battle. We're sleepwalking into like relegation here, um, and it's it's almost like the whole club's in denial that we're, that we're in this position. Um, and obviously, the discussion we had was why doesn't Bruce just walk? But realistically, without getting too much into it, anyone in this, in this, especially in this climate, anyone in Bruce's position is not going to walk. Not when he's getting a million pound a year, and obviously the whatever the payout will be if he gets sacked. It's that that for me is purely Ashley's door. Ashley's um, Ashley's the one that needs to let him go and just cut his loss and get someone else to save the club, even if it's just a um, to save a takeover attempt. Because the money, the money that he'd lose paying Bruce off is a lot less um, than he would lose if he if we go down. Not just from losing the championship, but losing the possible takeover. I think, um, but obviously, as we all know, Ashley likes a gamble, and I don't know if this is just what it, this is a case of that. He knows that we're, we're banging trouble, he's, but he's not doing anything about it. And and from terms of Bruce, like if you were in a role and you were performing badly, you wouldn't just walk. I would likely for that for that company. It's the company's like prerogative and responsibility to say like, look, you're not performing your role. You need to go. Um, and I think if we stay the way we are, we're in most massive danger of going down. And I think the only reason we're not there now is because the teams below us are performing even worse than we are. But at the moment, they're starting to pick up points now. And if we don't start doing the same, it'll be in reverse. Yeah. It's a sad state of affairs, really. I mean, you look at the club, it's a massive club. But Ashley's just run it into the ground, really. I mean, he's, he's taken everything, not just materialistic things, you know, selling uh, the Strawberry Place land and also, you know, bits and bobs from, from the ground as well, unfortunately. But he's also stolen any hope we have and any any joy of watching our team play, unfortunately. Uh, over to you there, Stephen. Yeah, I've just seen the team news. Joe Linton's starting, by the way. <laughs> it literally just come through on my phone. I was going to shout it out, but yeah, okay. Sorry yeah, about. I mean, with Bruce, yeah, I mean, I think you all know my phone's on Bruce. He just sucked the life out of the club along with Ashley as well. I mean, with why with bringing Graham Jones in, you say you can tell that that was all him. No matter what Steve Bruce would say in press conferences and after match interviews, it was all Jones who orchestrated his upturn and performances. Because if that was solely on Bruce himself, would have been still playing five at the back and would have still been in this horrendous run without a win. <laughs> yeah, I just want to punch that face anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's Ash <laughs> Oh god, gonna be sick. <laughs> but Ashley, I mean, like he's, he's taking a real big gamble by not getting rid of Bruce. Pending this takeover if he does go through, I mean you keep having all sorts here, all sorts they just want want a definitive answer now. Is if it was to go through and it gets completed, then Bruce is up the road. I reckon I, the, the potential owners have been watching that, watching the team play. Say so we can't have him managing this team. 
should we go for our own man? Someone like, like exactly like Rafa. You know, you get what you get with Rafa. It, it would come back in a heartbeat. You know, there's new owners, new direction, ambition in the club. I mean, it would just be a no-brainer for him. And Bruce can pick up his uh, severance package and toddle off down the road and go and dark on somebody else's door with his crap, crap shite tactics and his five-at-the-back formations and his ludicrous excuses. <laughs> it, unfortunately, everyone is right on this, and you know we, we've heard recently that. I'm off mute. I'm just making sure that. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we've heard you know a lot of people say that Mike's been in touch with um, Rafa Benitez on this, and hopefully he, he can get the, the savvy season. Whether it's all bullshit or not, we'll we'll find out. Um, but there has been a lot, a lot of talk around it and, and what could be done. Uh, I really don't think he would sack Bruce, but I think Bruce would be moved aside to maybe his number one, just, just to push him out of the club, possibly, you know? Yeah. And bringing, you know, say, right, Bruce's uh, first-team coach, so then that would make Rafa the manager. So it, it could work in that way, but I don't think Bruce would take it to us. And, and I think if that did happen, Bruce would walk. It'd be a momentous day if he did. It's, I mean, I could do a two-hour show just on Bruce, Bruce Outrand. <laughs> nah, I'm sure like I'm like any other fan. Absolutely hates the man's guts. Excuse after excuse, just blame. We're not in a relegation fight. We are. Can get death threats. You've been getting fan mail. Sounds like Boris announcements, doesn't it? I know. Stay inside, go out, stay inside. Yeah, yeah. He should get a job at Downing Street. Probably make a better prime minister than what the current idiot is. Oh, yeah. We, we, all, yeah. we all want out of this pandemic and we all want out of this lockdown. And, and of course, the, the government's not not really played it, played the game very well at all. And, you know, We've been out of lockdown, into lockdown, you know, we're into tier three, we're into tier two, we're into tier three, and it's just been ridiculous. I know, man. No, no, one's, no one knows what they're doing, to be honest with you. You don't, they never have done. They never known what they were doing since all this kicked off. Never known. Had a, had a clue. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll go on to uh, score lines. Uh, Sean, what would you think the score would be today? Um... Um, either three one man you or one one nil Newcastle. <laughs> I think it's either going to be a case of we get an absolute trolling or we manage to keep them out and nick a goal. Well, there, there's a bit of positivity for your viewers. And the worst part is we were just we were just griefing Sav on uh, Twitter the other day about a one nil prediction. Um, <laughs> So I apologise because I just made a say. <laughs> naughty, naughty there, Sean. Naughty, naughty. Yeah, that's more folk than prediction, to be fair. <laughs> I would... Uh, I would say 1-1. One, one. A 1-1 one, one draw. 
That's what we had saying, my heart saying, I think we'll get beat uh, 2-0, 3-1 or something. That's what I, that's, that's my overall thought. Well, bring the positivity there, Stephen. Bring the positivity. <laughs> Sorry, you can't be more positive. I would say Newcastle could win 4 0, but I, I'd be lying to myself. <laughs> well, you never know. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Go on to Mr. Mr. Shearer's prize draw. Uh, still open to the 23rd, I believe. And it's still £10 a ticket. So pick, pick yours up. Uh, go on to the below. Uh, websites just to get your your ticket uh, to win <clears throat> a uh, match worn shirt and captain's armband and his boots from his 250th goal uh, Man City I believe it was uh, be nice to win that wouldn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah so if you want to go into there pick up yours uh, also out at the moment is the True Faith fanzine uh, bought from local shops and bought from, you can pick up yours from the train station as well, from the central station. And just to give a shout out to my sponsors at the moment, our NUFC Hotspot, makers of pin badges and uh, memorabilia for uh, the for the two. And also, Bohe Bubble Hats, uh, makers of, of hats of various clubs. Uh, if you want to uh, go onto there, check out my Twitter page, which is uh, Iceman, uh, well, NUFC Iceman, uh, Nine Talk, and their websites are pinned in my bio. So thanks for them, guys. Uh, also, coming up soon is, I believe, Pride Month. So we're going to play a little video. This isn't just about me. It's not just about me. Or me. This is about you and me. This is about us. This is about everyone we connect with. Everyone who makes our club. Everyone who makes our community. This is about celebrating what makes every one of us different. Because that's what makes us united. United as one. United as one. United as one. So yes, fellas, you know, quite quite a powerful video that I think, and also it's you know, it, it, we are united as one. As much as you know, we argue on Twitter, on Facebook, we are united as one. We we, we are a fan base, and you know, if if we win, we'll all have a drink together. If we lose, we end up arguing together. You know, but we do everything together, unfortunately. So you know, it's it, it, yeah. So, like I said, that is a powerful video. Uh, Shawler in there as well. Which uh, I noticed the other day. Um, well, to, to you, Sean, would would you like to say anything or give uh, your your pages a shout? Um, yeah. Um, and there's not much going on from a fan feed's point of view at the minute. Um, we've just we've just reached out to we've just um, entered the world of TikTok, which sounds 
sounds funny, but there's there's actually some good stuff on there. It's, it's good for the video stuff. Um, and obviously we're just just running the fan the fan feeds football league, which is a book a part of. And which on that question, who's got tonight? I have Manchester City at home. Yeah, I've not looked at mine yet, unfortunately. So I'll probably let you know later. <laughs> no, but I've um, as part of fan feeds as well. We're actually in the in the process of building a mobile app in terms of mental health, uh, called the the mental health app reaching those in need. Well, yep. That sounds well, great. Um, well, but I'll let you know when I've got more Well, I'd just like to promote my channel, Jody Talk, if you don't mind. <laughs> Go ahead. We're all in this I'm doing a live stream tonight, just for a live reaction on my channel about after the game. People want to pop on to give me their thoughts just for a quick five, ten minutes. Tell us what you thought, or even in the comments. I've included the StreamYard link on my YouTube video. It's in the comments section, so if you say it there, you'll click on it. You can come in and talk to me if you like about how you thought the game went and... That's what I've got to do. 253 subscribers, so if anybody's out there who likes Newcastle content as much as the other guys do, then just hit my uh, account up at Jody Talk. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. And thanks again to everyone watching, and we'll see you guys later. Thanks very much for coming out. See ya. Cheers, mate. See ya.